0: Seven Days to Play
1: Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your baby Tamagotchi, Sam. And I'm your still pooping adult Tamagotchi
0: Edwin. And each week on this show we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week, Sam
1: chose my Tamagotchi Forever. My Tamagotchi Forever. I thought for some reason I kept calling it in my head my Tamagotchi Fever. <laughs> Maybe that's just because what I had for this game. It's like a it's like a fever dream of tamagotchiness it is very primary colored it, it is, is it's very eat. bright very happy yeah except for the pooping like, well i the pooping is still very happy it's no. it's cute poop it's not like gross poop
0: now i have a question about pooping well not literally pooping but that was a thing on the original tamagotchi yes that's that why that's
1: now a thing now yep in
0: so, full technicolor
1: so for those that did not grow up in the 90s or in the nots uh, Tamagotchi is yeah. A, I missed this as a, as a child. It's like it was one of the first virtual pets that came in the form of a keychain. Ah, where yeah. you had to it, it would like alarm you for certain things of like you had to feed it, you had to be, bathe it, you had to clean it, Um, and ultimately it would randomly select um, depending on the inputs and the timing that you had on it. It would grow up into like an adult Tamagotchi, and you would have it uh, for a while, and you'd carry it around with you. And that would be a thing you had. Right, there were several more iterations of Tamagotchi uh, until now, um, mainly being like a physical toy form. Like I think they tried to do another version of a more high definition LCD screen Tamagotchi would, which didn't work out. Like I think there was like a, a pedometer on it as well, so you can like walk mm-hmm. with it. Could um, walk your pet? I see. Yeah, yeah, I do believe there was like a Game Boy version of it at one point. Um, until finally, what we have today is the iOS version, or even the—I don't know if it's available for Android. Uh, I think it is. With all the resources at their disposal, I would guess they. Yeah, did. but I think what we're missing
0: is that it was huge, right? It was huge.
1: For a few
0: years in mid late nineties.
1: Yeah, I would say late nineties, early two thousands. These were designed by very tightly wound up business people in Japan. And I remember watching like some documentary about like how they came up with the characters oh, um, okay. and they they purposely made them ugly it was like their their thing was to go for like an ugly cute and they like user researched it on like the streets of Shibuya by you know showing these like drawings of ugly little things to to girls and they were like oh yeah this one's really cute it's so ugly it's cute
0: this was on like a tiny like eight by eight LCD screen right. But they still manage to, yeah, I guess you still need art direction and character design.
1: Yeah. you want a small thing like that, yeah. And that has obviously come up until now where things are super high resolution. And so you get these like cute little ugly things that are in full 3D and in full glory on mm. the iOS phones.
0: I think it maybe loses some of its charm. It
1: perhaps, does. Perhaps
0: when you now everything is in full Technicolor. I'm still waiting for the iOS Pogs game.
1: <laughs> I'll be all about that. <laughs> Would would you would that be like you just actually throw down your phone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which whichever phone doesn't crack wins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a game like that called hmm, Altitude, and it would use the altimeter in your phone and would tell you how high you would throw it. So the <laughs> so the game was just to throw your phone as high as you could. I think Apple, the sports that they are, they hate fun. They banned that, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of
1: course.
0: <laughs> but so, pogs I'll play that.
1: Right, you heard it here first. <laughs> there probably is actually a pogs game isn't there probably i don't want to play it i wouldn't want to play that pogs was never appealing to me for some reason oh man i was huge huge into pogs were you more about the collecting or were you more about the actual playing of the pogs
0: i was about the collecting
1: Mm.
0: pogs pinball oh pogs pinball is anything that comes up which i do not believe is officially affiliated with the pogs
1: brand company yeah was it by tops do you remember
0: that we're, I don't remember. we're getting sidelined my child
1: brain is yeah he's useless so back to my tamagotchi forever so how would you classify this game edwin
0: uh a, a mild irritant <laughs> not really a game
1: <laughs> you keep saying that but Sam i keep choosing games that aren't games but this i would classify this highly as a game i mean you're maintaining the life of a virtual pet well, this is true.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've played. Is this a clicker? I mean, you're just doing no.
1: No, I think this is just um, repetitive task. It's sort of like a sim a game. game. It's a sim game. Like mm, you're you're simulating yeah. maintaining the life of a of a pet. So the point of the game is you need to try. Well, I guess the yeah, main 20, point. Collect you, them all. you have to collect all the different types of tamagotchi. You start off with one that is arbitrarily selected for you. The tutorial um, teaches you the basics of maintaining uh, the- And caring for your Tamagotchi. The baby gotchi, the baby gotch. Oh, And some of the things you have to do is to clean it up after it poops. Mm, great. You have to help it poop. Ugh, that's so weird. You have to that bathe just it. just weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the adults still need help pooping. You have to bathe it and you have to feed it um, with things that it might like. You have to shop for the food that it might like and then feed it to him and then or her. And uh play games with it so it's entertained. So the, the life of a Tamagotchi requires four things. It is one, entertainment, so you play games with it, two, food, you feed it, three, cleanliness, you bathe <laughs> it and poop it, and then four, sleep it. Um, it needs sleep for energy. Anytime one of these things becomes low, this is when Edwin loves it. <laughs> Sends you a post message to say, I need to go poop, I need to go to the toilet. Quick. <laughs> And uh, the better you maintain these things, uh, the better. I, I, from my suspicion, the better it turns out to be. Uh, like which tamagotchi it eventually grows up into, because you start with a baby. Two
0: is, is the toddler always? or the baby's always the same, and then the toddler becomes a different
1: thing. Yeah, so a different gotchi. The the babies you there's one of two that you get right, and then when it turns into a teenager, there's about four choices that it can become. And then when it becomes an adult, there are eight choices. So yeah, pretty pretty simple.
0: So I actually read quite a good, well, good, good in quotes article on Game Zebo, the fantastically named site, uh, describing how to get them all. And according to their research, uh, what you feed them depends on what you get. So if you get your baby Gotchi and feed it fruit, it turns into um, another Gotchi. If you feed it mostly junk food, it turns into a different gotchi when it grows into a toddler but and then tells you what to feed each uh, each stage
1: to get the next but i feel like some of these gotchis <laughs> have preferences of what they want they do it turns out that has no
0: effect oh really yeah oh, i think it- it's teaching a good lesson to children mm. you don't always
1: get what you want i should know this <laughs> Yes. Which
0: is my next question. How does,
1: how does this compare to real parenting? Uh, 100% accurate. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would parent again. If only they slept like that sleep button did. Like out. Turn off the light and they just like snuggle up and fall asleep without any question. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Unfortunately it is not. Oh. And if only they always pooped in the toilet as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pooping on the floor. Very accurate. I have to say it's, they've done some user research
0: there's also a bunch of mechanics outside of this uh sleep feed poop sleep cycle Mm. which there's like a town and you have to give your goji a career which i am really was confused about once they become an adult you go to school get a career and then you send them off into town and then you start the cycle again yep Right, I think.
1: That is correct. But
0: actually how that happens in the game is very confusing to me. I think I had an adult for like five days There were before I read this article. <laughs> and it says, oh, you need to like send it off to the town. Like, oh, okay. This is not made clear to me at all. Right. I was like, oh, okay. So, so there's a
1: few other options in the game. around
0: and sent it off to the town. And yeah. then I got a
1: new one. I would say the game revolves around coins, which you get. And the coins will buy you stuff. So with the coins, you can either buy food which you feed the tamagotchi um, and you can buy it clothes just to change outfits uh, in terms of look and feel and if you're in the town you use the coins to buy uh, playgrounds or like different things for your tamagotchi to play with around town and the point of that is you then take pictures of your
0: tamagotchi using these things you bought to fill up your picture book to get more coins exactly to buy just more like things. a real parent
1: yeah right right you know you got to keep that instagram alive right get that follows get that sponsorship yep <laughs> getting at a young age it's all for the gram um yeah and ultimately if you do this when your tamagotchi is an adult the tamagotchi will say something like hey i want to be a dj in order for you to be a dj
0: <laughs> mine would be a gardener
1: so <laughs> <it>, low ambitions <laughs> it needs a dj outfit but in order for you to unlock the dj outfit you need to take the photos of your Tamagotchi enjoying certain things. And this is where you have to use the coins to not only buy the certain things, to take pictures of it, but also to ultimately buy the outfit. And really, the only way that you get coins effectively is to play the mini-games, which is part of filling up the entertainment meter.
0: Oh, my favorite part. Yeah. Now, this was actually good. (laughs) The rest of it, whatever. But man, that match-three game. I crushed the hell out of that. I
1: know, me too. (laughs) And you hate these matchy your dots game. (laughs) So here's the reason why I actually like this match three game. And it's mainly because um, there were very loose rules around how to do a match three, right? Mm. So the only thing that pressured me to complete out this match three was it was set up into different levels, right? Like you had to make uh, a certain amount of points with the match three game. By a certain moves and level one had like 25 moves to make like 500 points or something like that um but what was great about this match three game is you can make stupid moves if you wanted to so you can make moves where things didn't match up normally games like bejeweled if you try to make a move and it didn't and it didn't set it up Mm. to actually clear out it would say no no you can't do that and i'd be like you stupid idiot
0: this is tactics.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to set up for a five. Exactly. Get that rainbow star. And if you're going to throw down random stones, you have to let me do this in order for me to clear them out effectively. Dum dumb. Sorry. Yeah. I got a little bit passionate there with my okay. match two games. But then you get a whole bunch of bonus
0: items if you were to match four or match uh, an L. Right. Or match five. Or match
1: five. Five is the best. Five is the best. But if you... so. If you actually line up a five with another five mm-hmm. and then you just switch the two. Switch to two, boom, the whole screen clears and that's pretty satisfying. Yep.
0: That's what I did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but so, this is such a good game. Just give me that game to play. <laughs> Remove
1: all this caring for a digital baby and I'm pretty happy. <laughs> but outside of the match two game, there are actually two other games.
0: There were. I wasn't crazy about those. There was a planet hopping one. Yep. Hmm. Mm, didn't stick, it was okay. And then like a a beat
1: tapping game. Yeah, more just tap as many blocks as you can as they fall down from the top of the screen. Right, so this is mimicking some other popular games, you know, like those other simple games that are out there. Um, There's a a popular like piano one where like as it comes down, you have to like hit it on the right time. If you ever hit outside of those notes, then it's an error and you have to start over again. Um, There's also like a photo one, which I never played.
0: Oh, we did t- tout some AR yeah. things. No, I didn't try it either.
1: Yeah, I didn't try it either. Oh. I was like, What poor game reviewers we are? It it said um turn on your camera to allow act. I was like, nope, I'm not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> I want to ask you, Sam, how many Tamagotchis did you collect? Okay,
0: here we go. Um I've unlocked eight. Oh, nice. One, two, three, four, five. I uh, six. Nice. Because I think for the longest time I just had one adult. I didn't realize that. How to get back to the toddler stage? Because that's not really clear.
1: Uh, let's go to the good points. I love that match three game. That match three game was pretty quality. What about that? While the match three game was really good, it was not the most time efficient in getting you coins. I'd say the notes game, which is a lot more intense, actually netted a lot more coins for the time spent with it. So in a normal session of like the notes game, you'd probably get about like 400 to 500 coins the hopping game probably like 100 to 200 coins and then the match two games you'd spend a long time with it but it only that you around like 200 to 300 coins but it was the most fun it was the most fun so i spent the most time with it yes the life lesson for you there the things the most fun don't earn you the most money <laughs> oh, so wise Edwin. <laughs> that is very wise life lessons from my tamagotchi forever Uh, That's about it from the good points for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say like for me, it was really polished. This was a very high quality polished game. Um, I found very few faults with it. Everything was sort of set in the right place. Like I even didn't mind the leveling up system. Uh, It sort of, it looks like, you know, like a two dots map screen where you have to like Ah. go up in levels. Every level you get, it gave you like a free little gift, like a banana or like 10 coins or something like that but yeah that wasn't really my focus my focus was just to see what my tamagotchi grew up into (laughs) that parental instinct in you the second good point is that it did feel like a tamagotchi game so Mm. there were parts of it where it was annoying like a tamagotchi like tamagotchi's they would like squeak whenever it needed
0: Ooh, we should talk about the sounds
1: yeah i turned off the sounds
0: yeah i tried for like a day with the sounds but hey they're really loud yeah. compared to the delightful podcast i was listening to to the point where it just obliterated everything which again probably quite accurate for a baby <laughs> but yeah those sounds no
1: overall i felt like i got a pretty good tamagotchi experience with it my third good point uh, the pacing is actually really good too. Like the only time where you need to be really focused for probably like a, a prolonged amount of time is when the tamagotchi is a baby. When it's a baby, you you need to tend to it for in like real time about an hour, um, in like five mm. two minute increments. Right yeah. uh, after that, it turns into like a toddler routine where you can actually put it to sleep for a little bit and not mind for it. I guess I played it at the right time in the bus where I could. Give it that attention if if I wasn't in the bus, like I it's, probably would have just let it go. It is the perfect bus game, yeah. How's the ad load for you? I got rid of ads actually. Oh, yeah, wow, uh,
0: mm, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like 199. Couldn't quite bring myself to pay for this, but okay. The ads were pretty annoying. Mm. The banner ads on top, I feel like I didn't see those. I didn't get
0: any banner ads, mm-hmm. I would get an interstitial occasionally, yeah, by which time I could just quit the game because I didn't really care about it. So, I would say despite it being a polished game, I still found the navigating difficult. Like I could get to the house, sure, care f- the poop, eat, sleep cycle, mm. but then I don't know, getting to the settings, getting back to the level map. Uh, just something about it was just very confusing. It seemed to be a, like a section of overlays which you need to dismiss rather than feeling like a navigatable set of screens. I don't know, like I Even just now, to get to my list of Tamagotchi's, I had to try like eight different things to like, oh, wait, how do I actually get back to not the Tamagotchi home, but like the level overview and get to the settings? You know, it's just something in my mind that's confusing about
1: how this app is laid out. I agree. Um, Once you're sort of at home, the menu system is super clear. Yes. Uh, But but at
0: any other time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Once you're not at home, it's actually very confusing for me like the negative point was that it's as a Tamagotchi game there were some like the original Tamagotchi had like major consequences right like death death exactly like your Tamagotchi would die and it'd be a ghost and it'd be like a stark reminder of like how you didn't take care of your Tamagotchi and you had to do like a hard reset in order for you to start over Um, there's probably a full day where I left this Tamagotchi like unattended and Nothing happened? Well, nothing happened. It didn't die. But it was like a really sad sight to see, like this poor little Tamagotchi all dirty and like covered in poo.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that is what happens with children. They will just cover themselves with crap if you give them a second.
1: It's very true. True story.
0: (laughs) In addition to the actual app being confusing to navigate, again, outside of the eat poop sleep cycle, what happens in town is also confusing to me. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. It felt like, oh, there was an like, exclamation point next to the go outside button, so I did that. And then I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I sort of right. got the idea I had to buy some things to get pictures, but where to go to get them and where to... Uh, this, this, that blah, blah. Yeah. I was confused.
1: It's really confusing. Yeah, I I feel like that aspect maybe the developers had planned for some sort of social interaction thing where maybe if I was close to you with my Tamagotchi you can see my Tamagotchi like roam in your town or something like that. I feel like that was like probably the place for it but I feel like that was probably scaled back for this game. Mm. As something yeah. that wasn't needed or maybe adds yeah, weird complexities. But yeah, I agree. Like that was kind of all over the place.
0: Why do I, why do I have to poop an adult Tamagotchi? Have they learned nothing? <laughs> does their behavior change as they get
1: older? You technically don't need to. <laughs> it does. I feel like they, they um, less frequently need your attention. Like the meters run down slower. Uh, okay. But the yeah. one constant is that they'll need to sleep at night or whatever that time is. Yeah. By the way, I, I loved it when you put them to bed, after they're all cleaned up. (laughs) You just knock out the light and they're just like, and fall asleep. I wish I can fall asleep like that. Lights out, knock out. Yeah. (laughs) So what was your seven day rating, Edwin? I played this seven days. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I played this seven days out of seven. (laughs) I just wanted to play that match three
0: game. It's so good. Yeah. Of course, if the Tamagotchi is tired, you can't play it. Right. So uh, Perfect. So I had to keep keep the upkeep on the Tamagotchi just so I could play my match this is
1: This is how your children's teach you about life. Mm. When it's time to sleep, you must sleep.
0: <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so yeah. Oh, am I going to carry on playing this after this week?
1: Mm, no, I yeah. don't think so. I enjoyed my time with it, but I don't think I'm going to continue playing this. Um, it just To me, it was just a little bit, too childish
0: he says as a grown-up man
1: (laughs) as a grown-ass man we are probably
0: not the target audience (laughs) let's be honest
1: here but yeah yeah. um yeah i probably wouldn't play this afterwards i don't know if i'd recommend this to people it'd be weird (laughs) (laughs) whereas you would recommend my horse prince (laughs) totally yes i would i i fully endorse my horse prince (laughs)
0: For the next seven days i have not done any preparation for this but luckily we have a listener suggestion so we can fall back to that thank you chad we are going to play i'm sorry it is the chad i I beg your pardon the chad we are going to play underhand by spoopy square
1: spoopy squad
0: in the (laughs) itunes store cut off everything after sq so i guessed square but that was obviously incorrect um let me read you the description Ever wanted to start your own cult? Well, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Or wished you could summon eldritch horror terrors from the abyssal depths from whence we all came? Mm, yes. Well, here's your chance. Hooray. Underhand is a cult card game that puts you in the role of a cult leader. Your job is to manage your cult's resources effectively as you respond to the different events cards drawn from the deck. Ah, this sounds a little maybe like the potions game. Yeah. What uh, was that? Mm-hmm. Um, periodic potions.
1: Puzzle potion. Oh, that was so good. Magic
0: potion. Mm. Mm. Too many games, that's our problem. How will you respond to these events will determine how far you'll go. Will you succeed in summoning one, or maybe all of the ancient ones? <laughs> or will you be just another would-be upstart falling prey to the trials and tribulations of time? Only you can decide. Thrilling, immersive, unparalleled. And this is from Aperv Seshi.
1: Oh, wow. Why does it say underhand by Spoopy Squad when it's not? the company isn't called Spoopy Squad?
0: Ooh, what is mm. this Mm-hmm-hmm.
1: well i call it like the name spoopy squad yeah i do too um the artwork seems pretty good so i'm looking forward to this pretty much perfection says captain corridor on october 19th five stars great thank you captain corridor things of the week Ooh. i have a lot of things of the week you can pick two Okay. So um, I got a question from uh, Jake's Good on Instagram. Wow, so much socials this week. Yeah. So he was listening to our previous episode where, or maybe our previous, previous episode, where I mentioned that I would not be buying The Last Jedi. Mm. Or maybe I'm like a little hesitant on watching The Last Jedi again. And I Sam, have... Are you know, a doubles fan? I am a Star Wars fan, but I, I believe I have um, locked down my reason on why I felt The Last Jedi was just a meh. Mm, Okay, please tell me why. While it was really entertaining, I found the entire movie entertaining. Um, These were like, every scene from The Last Jedi, I feel were like regurgitated segments that I've seen previously on multiple different animes. Like the scene where Kylo Ren and uh, Rey fight, I'm not going to spoil oh, anything. Yeah, like I feel like that scene was like straight out of an anime. I feel like um, the the battle cruiser doing its thing to like the Empire. Such excellent skirting of spoilers here sound very good. Excellent scene, but I feel like I've seen that multiple times on different animes. And I feel like while, and I guess that was like my issue with The Last Jedi is that this was an opportunity for them to sort of reinvigorate these tropes in ways that it was cinematically revolutionary, right? Which, like, the original Star Wars has done. I feel like the original Star Wars has actually influenced animes to, like, do and copy and, like, do these things effectively in, like, their storytelling. I feel like The Last Jedi, what they did was it sort of just regurgitated that all over again um, and not in ways that it was really breathtakingly meaningful. Um which overall mm. to me, it was just like, eh, yeah, it's cool. But I've seen it like multiple times. And for the people that have not, are like not anime watchers, maybe it's like really cool and they love it. But yeah. Eh. Mm. Yeah. People think
0: they want new star Wars, but what they actually want is that feeling, they first saw star Wars when they were a kid. Right. And that's never going to happen again. But I'm which sorry is, to tell
1: you. yeah, but which is why I really loved the previous one. Like what was that called? Uh, the first Jedi, the force awakens, mm. the awakening of the force. I thought that was excellent.
0: I think you're right. I can't really disagree. It's enjoyable. I, as long as I don't think about it too much, I did buy it. (laughs) And amusingly, you get all the bonus episodes and all the extra content, but it's just, I mean, I guess it makes sense when you think about it, but it is just one six hour file now (laughs) to get to, so you just have to watch the, watch the movie, then you get the, the hour making of, and then you get the movie again with the director's commentary, just all in a single giant file. Oh, it does have the director's commentary. Yeah. Mm. So I have watched the the making of, which again is like, is almost more fascinating than the actual movie. Yep. And you kind of see, oh, I see what they were trying to do. But you watch the movie and you're like, oh, mm,
1: yeah, that's what worked for me. So here's the thing. I love that kind of thing. So I might actually buy it just to watch that. I love DVD commentaries. I feel like it's a lost um, art. That's how I actually got into podcasting and like started listening to podcasting because I felt what people say in podcasts are very much like what people used to say on DVD commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, one of my favorite thing is to watch the making of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which are in the extended editions. And I yeah. eat the shit out of that stuff.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I've talked about this before, but I like coming from a software engineering background, which is so hard and multi- managing multiple people, but you're, it's nothing in comparison to what has to go into making a movie.
1: Yeah absolutely ridiculous I, I
0: really think that i'd be so fascinated to understand the process of how they actually make how they take one person's vision and get
1: hundreds if not thousands of people to corral and make a thing on time and on budget so this is why i feel people like rianne johnson is that how you say rianne johnson ryan ryan okay. just ryan just <laughs> yeah okay it's like those annoying people that spelled jeff with a g e o f f they're
0: british that's the british spelling <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like Sean spelt with an S-I-A-N. Like, what are you doing?
0: Anyone called Sean has instant superiority over everyone else because he knows how his name is spelt.
1: <laughs> but do you know the name John is from Sean?
0: No, it's, I it is,
1: it is the, hmm. the etymology of John is actually from Sean. So the brand Sean John is actually Sean Sean. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> i might be having this joke. <laughs> um ryan johnson God, it seems so weird saying his name just ryan it was so just much fun. cooler Rian. <laughs> it sounds star warsy if you say it Rian. anyway no. ryan johnson i feel like people like him and peter jackson are really good directors not because they necessarily have the most like revolutionary vision but because they're such good orchestrators
0: yeah, what's really fascinating about that making of is that he's not this huge presence of like, you know this, and yelling, and being huge person in the room. It's very understated. He's almost the smallest person in the room, mm. just in terms of his personality,
1: I guess. Yeah. And that's just really fascinating to see. And I feel like that's why Star Wars, or like the Disney company, decided to make like 7,000 more movies with him, because he's such a good orchestrator, and probably a really good communicator you yeah, know and i'm I'm all for that yeah I, I really respect that yeah um so uh
0: that sean joke was ripped straight out of something i've enjoyed this week and that <laughs> is uh james acaster he has a he's a stand-up co- comedian from the uk and he has a four episode stand-up special on netflix called repertoire mm. which is yeah it's very good caveat this was made and filmed by some friends of mine. Oh really? So I have a personal investment in this. And it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, very awesome. Um, he's very like a pretty much like a small indie stand up. So it's not a huge glossy production. But it's very good. Nice. Uh, I'll check it's very it out. British though, so be warned. Very British.
1: I can answer your questions next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll come with my notebook full of questions. <laughs> yes. Edwin, please, tell me everything British. <laughs> Teach me
0: do no, forget, you are quite the students of, of British culture, so I think you know com- all these already.
1: When it comes to, uh, it comes to uh, British culture, I'm like, Oliver, I'm like, please, now I have more? <laughs>
0: what are the twiglets?
1: <laughs> Where can I find these twiglets? I want to put a plug in for my other podcast, Story ah, Mode. Uh, what we're doing this season is that we're actually going to be playing through Final Fantasy XV like a book club, so mm-hmm. we're going to play through a certain point in the game talk about it, talk about our feelings, our, our love for the characters, maybe our even disdain for some of the characters. That's a really good concept. I like it. And uh, yeah, so listen, tune in. The, the I will have the links in the show notes. Check it out. Story mode, uh, Final Fantasy 15 I've listened to the first two. They're great. Oh, excellent.
0: It kind of makes me want to play Final Fantasy fifteen, maybe.
1: Mm. 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 I say just listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Sam, you have seven days to play Underhand. By Spoopy Squad. And follow us on Instagram at seven days to play. Email email us your game suggestions at seven days to play. Email? Recommend yeah, who emails anymore? No.
0: no one, because you cannot email us. If you have another game recommendation, then please follow the Chad's leads and tweet
1: us at seven days to play. And yeah, like I said, I said email us, but really don't email us. Seven days to
0: play.